0: Welcome to SaaS Talks from Lead to Close, where I'll be sharing with you everything that I've learned to close leads. I went from quitting my first sales job because I was too scared to talk to strangers to becoming a VP of sales for multiple tech startups where I built a sales team from scratch and led them to an acquisition. I'll teach you how to schedule more demos on your calendars, close at least 50% of your demos and build a pipeline large enough so you're always hitting quota. If you're looking to scale, then turn the volume up. All right, everybody. So in today's episode, I'm going to teach you an approach that you can use whenever a lead ghosts you. And it happens often. Happens to me sometimes. So I think one of the worst habits I used to do when following up with prospects that have ghosted me was trying to get them to buy. Similar to like leaving a voicemail. My mistake back in the day was leaving a voicemail to a prospect and trying to convince them on the voicemail to buy. It won't work. And when you're doing this, as far as like following up with a prospect, if your intent is to get them to buy, especially after they've ghosted you, it could lead to this like intense salesy commission breath harassment type of feel, and it doesn't go anywhere. So here's the shift. Here's what I recommend doing and what I've done. The goal of the follow-up with a ghosted prospect, similar to a voicemail, is not to get them to buy. The goal is to get them to respond. What you're trying to do really is you want to know, Hey, is the prospect that ghosts me still alive? You're trying to bring them back from the dead. You just want to get signs of life, not signs of purchases. So here's how to do it. The first thing I'd recommend is when you're following up with a prospect, and by the way, side note, this could be with a prospect that you've not talked to ever before, or with a prospect that you've talked to before like you've done a demo and now you're following up and they've ghosted you. Add a trigger to your email. A trigger is sort of like um, a hook, right? Like a hook on in copywriting or LinkedIn or whatever it is. There's a hook to get the reader to click, see more, and then it gets them to read. So you want a hook. It has to be a pattern interrupt. It gets them to engage. It could be a question, for example. That's step one. Step two, and I'll I'll give you an example of how this actually plays out. Step two, is make sure that when you are sending the email, if you're using a hook in the form of a question, that it's not clingy. An example of what a clingy email would be, would be something like, hey, more, are you still interested? Hey, more, do you still want to buy our product? Hey, more, when do you want to chat again? It's is like you chasing the prospect. So remove the clinginess, keep the hook, to cause them to respond back. Here's how, here's what I've done. And you can find your sort of approach. And I'll give you the framework first. First name, so whatever the prospect's first name is, have you decided to hold off on, in parentheses, problem. So let's say I'm following up with a prospect that was originally interested in sales coaching for their reps, specifically Demos and their problem was that their conversion rates were suffering. So I would say something like, hey, Michael, or hey, prospect, have you decided to hold off on improving conversion rates for your sales team? If you, another example, like Michael, have you decided to hold off in increasing leads through cold prospecting? So find the problem and the goal that your prospect has, and then, place that in your sentence. Here are some other variations that you can use. Michael, is this no, or prospect, is this no longer a priority question mark? Is this something you're postponing until the new year? Are you holding off in this init- on this initiative? Prospect, safe to assume this is something that isn't a priority anymore. The difference between this versus are you still interested? Is your hope, the are you still interested or do you wanna chat again? you're looking for a yes. Here in this variation, it's almost like you're expecting them to say no and you're okay with them saying no. It's a different approach. It works for me. It worked for the AEs that I coach when I was a VP of sales and it worked for the AEs right now that are part of my university. Go ahead and try it on a prospect that has ghosted you. Let me know how it goes. You can, uh, how, how can you let me know? You can uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, And then send me a DM or if it works, go on LinkedIn, make a post about it, tag me. And I know you heard this episode. P.S. If you're still listening to this and you want to get better at discovery, demos, closing, and everything in between like multi-threading, negotiation, closing, then check out FDTC University, my on-demand sales training. The best part, students join in a few times every month for live sales coaching with me. So you're not alone. You're not just going through a course. You actually have a coach that helps you along the way. So if you feel like you're leaving money on the table and you want to level up your sales game, then check out the link to join FTTC University in the description below or visit demotoclose.com. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you found this relevant or practical at all, then please share this episode. Until next time, I'm your host, more asulin